Welcome to the FinTalks, a chat with Finance Malta members edition. With me today, I have Carmelo Romano, Chief Technical Officer of FinXP, which is a member of Finance Malta. And during this podcast, we will try to answer this question. How being tech savvy gives fine fintechs a competitive advantage? First of all, thank you, Mr. Romano, for joining us. My first question is, how important is technology in today's financial services industry? First of all, thank you for the invitation. I remember the time when I used to go to the bank to deposit money with a small booklet and uh, everything was done manually. That's a long time ago. And they used to stamp it. They used to stamp it, yes. And, uh, you know, you have to make sure that the calculations are good and the balances are okay. When computers became available, then banks had to change to improve their services using computers. And that made a big change. Rather than having a booklet, then you can have a printout and, you know, it's, uh, the, the service was improved. Later on, with the introduction of internet, people expected that services will be taken uh, online as well. And after a while, banks had to give in to offering services online. And this all came about because of fintechs. Fintechs were the uh, motors behind the innovation to offer internet banking. And later on, uh, also internet payments, uh, credit card payments, which in, I remember in Malta was a taboo. Do not use your credit card online nowadays. It is unthinkable not to use your credit card online because we buy so many things online and so on. So, yes, it is um, important that um, technology technology has improved our way of um, dealing with financial services. It is more efficient and offering also uh, more efficient and uh, cheaper uh, way of doing business. And, and do you feel that technology will continue to um, help human beings' resources rather than take over? What would be like the difference? So, yes, um, t- technology always provides a shorter way on getting results. Exactly. So, you know, human beings are, are not very good at repetitive work. So, for example, um, in the past, uh, transaction monitoring, for example, was done manually. Nowadays, we do it uh, with dedicated software and obviously more efficiently. So, there is um, technology is always improving uh, the way we receive our services and the way uh, fintech companies offer services to clients. Yeah. And what differentiates fintech from more traditional financial services companies? Because, let's face it, we still have the traditional financial services companies. Obviously, the tra- traditional services companies are important and they, will, they are here to stay. But as I said already, um, fintechs find the gap between what uh, leg- legacy uh, banks offer uh, and they provide the solutions required for clients 
who like to offer services that nowadays are um, innovative in their in their own Can way. Can you just give us an example for the benefit of the audience? Okay, for example, um, nowadays there are companies who offer um, a way to tokenize cash, hmm. for example. So a fintech company would be able to uh, service this company and converting cash into tokens mm -hmm. easily and uh, effectively and a normal bank would find this you know a bit too risky because um, they have they would have to dedicate manpower to monitoring this this process for a fintech because the the service is built on that uh, issue mm -hmm. the this the it is more um it is more efficient, efficient. yeah mm -hmm. it is more efficient and uh, rightly pr produced as the client requires okay um speaking of innovation do you see blockchain technology playing a big role in the financial services industry in the future because in the past few years we have heard this this word many many times and and uh, to be fair we also have a legislation as well on on blockchain but um what's your take on this okay so blockchain is um was an innov innovative introduction on an already uh, uh available technology mm -hmm. the the innovation was that rather than have a single ledger in one place the ledger the that is the uh registering of the transactions is distributed uh, with a large uh, servers server base so this makes uh, blockchain unhackable it makes it uh, more efficient so because um, you cannot have for example one server that fails and affects the whole chain it doesn't it doesn't because there are thousands of servers participating in the blockchain um, and it makes it more trans transparent because the blockchain itself is public um, so yes blockchain is um, a, a nice in innovation and a nice introduction into the financial uh, services system we can have for example um, smart contracts based on blockchain there is cryptocurrency, which is which everyone you know talks about uh, Bitcoin and you know the rest Ethereum etc., which <laughs> tickled the the uh, division so of the reputation <laughs> is okay. So yeah. so blockchain uh, Bitcoin for example, it's um, it provides new services, but at the same time new risks. Mm -hmm. Um, I see uh, banks would stay away from Bitcoin because of the risks involved, but fintechs would uh, embrace it, uh, deal with the risks involved, especially with uh, transaction monitoring, and provide services for, for example, exchanges to be able to transfer from Bitcoin to fiat currency. Okay. Okay. So this this is where fintechs come in using the latest technology, mm -hmm. uh, innovating on it, and also uh, provide the services that the, the, the common people uh, look for. Without getting into the political fry, when you say blockchain, um, 
we, we, we know that a lot of professions can benefit out of this, like notaries, like lawyers, they can all benefit from blockchain and financial services, obviously. Um, but what do you think is keeping the people to make that leap? Okay, so I think it's the confusion between Bitcoin and blockchain. Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency that, that resides on top of blockchain. Mm -hmm. So if we put aside Bitcoin, then we look at blockchain and we understand that it is this distributed ledger mm -hmm. where uh, it is unhackable because, as I said, um, it's, it's impossible to change records that have already been registered on it. And this technology is, is uh, very good in the sense that it can be used, yes, by not republics, by contract uh, um, registers and things like that. There is also the, the smart contracts, which mm -hmm. smart contracts are um, give the opportunity to a contract to be fulfilled as soon as something else happens. And this would be automatic. So, yes, in that sense, blockchain is a thing to look for, for um, and to try to implement into services to offer to, to the public. Um, we mentioned blockchain, but are there any other innovations that will impact the financial services industry in the coming um, months and years? Because technology literally like months you have to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, computers are becoming very powerful. So nowadays we are talking about artificial intelligence, big data, and these contribute to um, to new ways of analyzing the market and maybe giving advice either to clients or to businesses on how to deal with certain services. Um, we heard lately that the European Union is looking at, for example, how to limit the, the possibilities of artificial intelligence. This is good because there is, um, there is always the fear that computers will overtake humanity. <laughs> so it's good to have some uh, guidelines on, on this. But at the same time, yes, I think, I believe that uh, we are moving to uh, a better future where artificial intelligence will be a guideline, guideline for us to uh, take the proper decisions. Including the financial services? Including in financial services, yes, especially, for example, um, when budgeting for personal reasons is, uh, is concerned. For example, with artificial intelligence, it, I can uh, monitor what my past uh, expenses were and how best, for example, to modify my behavior in spending to, uh, to make ends meet. Okay, this is a good idea for me, I must say. <laughs> Uh, how has operating from Malta helped you develop uh, FinXP fin from a, a technical perspective, but? Okay, um, Malta, I know I might be a bit biased, but Malta is blessed. Apart from a welcoming country, we have, um, Malta has been investing in human resources for decades, especially in technology, and now we are reaping the benefits. I mean, we, we find talent everywhere. And, uh, and this is uh, very good because obviously without the necessary talent, n neither fintechs nor any other uh, technology company can move on. Even more so because Malta is a small country, we find that um, uh, people are multi-talented. So in a small uh, company, you don't need um, many different people with different expertise to operate in different areas. 
you need less people because their expertise is, uh, covers different areas of the business. Obviously, as one grows, then there will be more people dedicated to one part or another part of the business. Furthermore, we have the technology partners who are also um, well uh, educated and uh, offer very good services. They are prepared to go the extra mile because uh, since we are a small country, we talk one to one, not uh, entity to entity, you know, and uh, this all helps with how uh, good uh, we move on in our uh, development. Um here you're the expert however when you hear um, in the past years we have heard the argument where we have um, seen um, employers and business people like you saying listen their technology is moving fast um, the modern world is moving fast out there however we're not finding enough experts in the country um, or at least let's say for example university and other entities are not actually training um, people um, as fast as technology is going um, is going, um, which is a legitimate argument. Um, however, what in your view, what can be done more to get all these benefits that you just mentioned? Okay, so when, when we talk about how technology, how fast is te technology going, one has to look at what what really happens. So we we hear lots of news about uh, look, we've got this new. Uh, breakthrough in technology and, but then a, a couple of months later this technology dies mm -hmm. so <clears throat> we cannot jump on to the latest because it is the latest we have to um, consider that especially in financial services that when when we jump on new technology it is something that is going to last it's not because obviously it will disrupt the the client base the the services we offer if i start with a new technology and then two months later after <laughs> introducing it, it's not available anymore that would be a catastrophe for the business so yes um it we prefer to take it a bit slower okay uh, experimenting and the research within the, the fintechs is done on a continuous basis we keep on researching uh, which technology suits us best how to innovate with the technology with available technology and obviously, uh, we don't have to go to university to mm -hmm. do the research. We can do it within within our company. Mm -hmm. So that is how we move on. Mm -hmm. That is how we improve our services and how we offer. So basically, uh, you're saying internal training is important. Of all the time. I mean, without training, um, we can close. Yeah. It's, co it's a continuous uh, thing for us. It's an investment, let's it's put it that way. <laughs> My last question is, um, obviously, I can't uh, um, finish this interview without asking you about this pandemic that uh, hit the world. COVID-19 has left an impact on, has left an impact on this sector? And if, if yes, is it a positive impact? Is it a negative impact? Um, what is it? So for us at, at uh, FinXP, we are a, um, a digital bank, uh, not bank, a digital service. And uh, obviously we can work from anywhere. So this is what uh, technology is um, all about. You know, it gives the possibility to uh, work remotely. And that is what we have done on the day that we decided to work remotely. We didn't have to change anything. We just 
grabbed our laptops, went home and worked from home. From home. Um, working from home, it's, it's nice, but it's, there is also the difficulties that you don't know what time you start and you don't know what time you finish. You're sort of at work, like online all the time, you know, it's, um, it's easy to go and switch on your laptop and say, oh, yes, I have to do this and that. So, but but that, that, that is maybe the negative effect of working remotely. But the positive effect is that we kept on moving without any eff effects on our day-to-day -day operations. Because you basically shifted your laptop to your home. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Mr. Romano, thank you so much for participating in this uh, FinTalks um, podcast. Um, I urge you all to uh, log in on the YouTube channel of Finance Malta to follow these podcasts. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much.